And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends of Poet Up, welcome back to Poet Up, the podcast where we talk all things whiskey. This is your host, Mike Alcott. Deb Mitchell. Tonight on the show, we talk wild turkey. Wild, wild turkey. Oh, wild, wild oh, turkey. However the rest goes. Couldn't drink it all. I got nothing. Right. <laughs> For all that music. So, on the show tonight, we've got a lineup. Been a while since we've done a good old-fashioned lineup, eh? Sure. Just Except lots of... We have lined up a lot of good old-fashions. Lined up good old-fashioned. That's a... That's a great drink. Wonderful play on words right there. That's what I do. And maybe we can talk a little bit about what's been going on in just your life outside of Poet Up. Getting married, as we've said many times on this. We had a lot of guests on the show. We had a big backlog of stuff. So now we're all caught up. We get back to doing some lineups. We got some more fun guests joining the show here soon, too. So stay tuned for that. But tonight, we got Wild Turkey. And the lineup's going to be Wild Turkey 101, the Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit Single Barrel. And this comes from 5280's group here in Colorado, the 5280 Whiskey Group. And it's actually called the Thunder Chick 2. It's got like a little like chicken on the back with a samurai or with a big bowie knife check it out what are you looking at right there spin it <laughs> yeah right i'll right, spin it right now there you go thunder That's chick two all right we are posting that picture yeah it's awesome to the instagram immediately because it's pretty awesome love the label on that one and then we have the wild turkey rare breed rye there's a lot of r's and b's in there it's hard to say rare breed rye three times quick that want me to actually do that yeah, challenge? Do it. I think I can just destroy that challenge. Rare breed rye. 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 Oh, yeah. Killed it. Devin did his vocal warm-ups. He was sitting over here going, King. Unique New York. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. Just doing all of his vocal warm-ups to get ready for this episode to say, Rare breed rye. I, it's, just, it's still throwing me for a loop, but... <laughs> We don't have the rare breed bourbon because it was too damn good and I drank it all. So that really is one of my favorite bottles oh around my goodness. fifty bucks. Yeah. Forty six dollars. Barrel proof. Forty six bucks for that barrel proof, high rye, rare breed bourbon. Absolutely amazing stuff. I think I had a bot it was like hundred and fourteen proof and something and it just disappeared too quick. It was one of my favorite ones I kept going back to, and now we don't have it. So we'll focus on the 101, the Thunder Chick, and the Rare Breed Rye. 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 But honestly, I feel that way about pretty much all of the things that are in the Wild Turkey line because they just make some great bourbons, and they're really good prices. Like, I just have nothing bad to say about it. I'm like Matthew McConaughey over here, but we'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I agree with you. Usually, really economical. I mean, one hundred one's what twenty one bucks, and we're looking at largely a seven year high rye bourbon. Uh, that's the that's what I've heard 
the ages around that one is about seven years on it. They're, they're moving towards the, of course, when it's ready motto, right? Like when I message Sazerac about how old E.H. Taylor is, and they're like, well, we bottle it when it's ready. All right, so what's that mean? Because it used to be, what, eight years on the small batch? Used to be. And now I'm we like, don't know. Is the small batch still eight years? And like, we bottle it when it's ready. No shit. That's what they told me. We bottle it when it's ready. So who knows? I, I like to think that they're still trying to stick as close to eight years as they can. And the example that they gave me in the email is they're like, well, if it's seven years and 10 months, then it's not eight years. So we just can't put the age statement on it. I'm like, it could also be sticking four-year whiskey in there and not telling anybody or blending it with the older stock. So who knows what they're doing out there. But but it does say aged longer right on the label. <laughs> so like whatever you think it was aged, it's probably aged longer. That's how the label works. And look, I can sit here and talk smack about wild turkey, but I also can't because it's awesome and it's a cheap whiskey that is fantastic. I think this is one of those ones that you go back to your college days and we were talking to producer Rose Hegg here, and she was like, that was just like the whiskey that we drank to get messed up fast in college. And I'm like, yeah, I remember that too. It was always there. It was cheap. It was good back in the day, but before I was a serious whiskey connoisseur, I've always liked whiskey. It took me a while to, to revisit Wild Turkey and to get bamboozled and some blind taste tests to go, yeah, this stuff is really good. And especially for that price point, the age, the deepest char. That's what they say. Gets you wild. Gets you wilding out down there, too. <laughs> so we're excited to talk wild turkey. And before we do, we're warming up here with uh, some Russell's Reserve. So keeping it in the family here. This is a bottling from Jimmy Russell and his son, Eddie, that are making some of the hand-select finest barrels. It actually says right here on the, the label, too, for Russell's Reserve. They hand select the barrels when ready. <laughs> <laughs> but it does have a 10-year on it. So. Yeah, true, true. When it's ready. Well, actually, uh, uh, after 10 Oh, that one doesn't. This is not a 10-year. What so is I think happening there? With the, with the Russell's Reserves, we do have a six years. We have the 10-year. There's a six-year rye. There's now the 13-year. 13, 13 year, came out this year. Which, good Lord. Look, I can't give away a bottle of the 13. I give away a sample of it. So, if you want a sample of Russell's Reserve 13, I'll enter you to win. Just DM me the code word. Code word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can you, try you, and spell it however you want, <laughs> but if we make that into sort of that sound, <laughs> you're in. Code word. By the way, weird. Uh, just, just Google this too. Like people gobbling at turkeys such <laughs> <laughs> a stupid thing uh, people gobbling at turkeys you can go gobble at turkeys and they'll gobble back at you it's it's pretty hilarious there's one where a guy is like there's a hundred turkeys in a yard and he starts gobbling at them and they all start gobbling back and he's like the lord of the turkeys it's just <laughs> high quality entertainment there but if you want a, a sample of <laughs> russell's reserve 13 i think honestly one of the most sought after bottles of bourbon this year I'm happy to oblige. I've got a bottle. I got a hell of a story to tell about how I got that bottle. If you haven't read my review yet on Reddit of it, um, it's a shitty story, but it's it's fantastic. Just DM us the code word Jimmy or. <laughs> <laughs> 
Dev, Devin, hit him, hit him with a hit him with another. I don't know if it starts with an A or an H, but that's up for you to decide. <laughs> you can DM us at either one of those, and we'll we'll send you a sample. But back to the Russell's Reserve. This one is a single barrel selection, and they they generally come at this hundred and ten proof, which is an interesting proof, and that leads into an interesting conversation we'll have with Thunder Chick here. Yeah, so DM me the code word if you want to be entered to win a sample. I've got one bottle of the 13. I can't give samples to everybody that I want. I wish I could. I wish I could just give a bottle away when I got mine at Total Wine for like 64 bucks or something. It was such a steal. Um, but super hard to come by. So DM the code word Jimmy or for your chance to enter to win a two-ounce sample from us. And then back to the uh, the Russell's Reserve. This one came from our buddies down at Argonaut Wine and Liquor off of Colfax in Denver, Colorado. Love those Argonaut guys. They're always picking absolutely banging barrels of whiskey. Like their single barrel program is just top notch. And I I love this pick that we have here from them. This is the single barrel. It's barrels hand selected by the master distiller, Jimmy Russell and his son, Eddie Russell. Jimmy's been the master distiller for 60 years. And on their Wild Turkey website, they actually call him the Master Distiller's Master Distiller. I'm like, you got to be a Master Distiller for a long, long time for a bunch of Master Distillers to call you a Master Distiller. Unless you're a self-proclaimed Master Distiller calling yourself the Master Distiller's Master Distiller. Or whenever you're ready. <sighs> when when it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> whenever you're ready. So we did our uh, our, our vocal warm-ups tonight. We didn't. We actually just fired up the mics and got some liquor in us. But here we are talking about... This Russell Reserves single barrel. So non-age statement on this tells you a little bit about uh, what you're looking for in this, right? They say that this is bourbon delivers a balance of rich, creamy, toffee, vanilla flavors. Their experience guarantees yours. Wow. Wow, that that does have a lot of promises to it. (laughs) Well, if they've been doing this for 60 years, hopefully we got a quality product here. So I think... Maybe we can try it out a little bit and uh, tell people what we like about it. Let's do it. Cool. And something that stands out to me with this and other turkey products that I've had is there's this very distinctive smoky note on the nose. I get it every time I sniff a turkey product. And even I think when I, I tried a Long Branch, another wild turkey product, charcoal mellowed turkey product, and... Very smoky on the nose, but it has some some definitely classic bourbon flavors. But that smoky charred wood note, kind of campfirey, is right there, and it's very present. And maybe that's what they get for using the uh, the deepest char. <laughs> that's right, the deepest char. How about you? What are you getting over there? Well, I'll go into some of the notes that we talked about. You know, I get a lot of citrus. You get that char on the back end. I think it's pretty raisiny. Got a lot of raisins in it, and definitely doesn't drink as high a proof at 110 as it is, and that's what I like about pretty much this whole line. And for high rye bourbon, I would say the the rye spices are pretty tame. They're on the lower level. Maybe some of that's adding into that smokiness that you're talking about, or maybe just just a heavy char. The deep, deepest char. I tend to agree with you on those notes. I think there's like a nice lemony citrus there that that complements the rest of those like 
classic bourbon flavors, right? There's some interesting stuff. Very raisiny, too. It's got a nice lingering spice on the end. Nothing that's too overwhelming, but definitely a delicious pick. I've heard from some other groups. Can't speak for Argonaut here, but usually these are kind of like 8 to 10 years old on these single barrel picks. And this one from Argonaut's definitely a, a fantastic pick. I think this one was $64, something like $67. And an awesome pick. Very enjoyable bourbon. And a heck of a good pick to warm up with here on the podcast. So we're warmed up. We're ready to go. I think there's nothing left to do but move into the wild turkey lineup. And let me tell you, we are so fortunate to have this special guest, the spokesperson for wild turkey on the show, Matthew McConaughey. Here he is live in studio. All right. Thanks for welcoming me in, Mike. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> all right. I can't even do it. <laughs> all but, right. All right. But we'll all make right. fun of him much more later. But right now, we're going to hit you with the wild turkey history. Some Turk facts. And just to clarify, just to clarify, Matthew McConaughey did not join the show. But he is legitimately the spokesperson for wild turkey now. And, like, honestly, I'm a huge Matthew McConaughey fan. So I'd probably just fanboy out too hard if he joined the show anyways. But hit you with some turkey facts here. All right. So wild turkey started out as a sourcing distillery. And the name actually came from a camping trip. They went wild turkey camping. And the bourbon that was brought on that camping trip was so good that for weeks after, everybody was saying, hey, do you have any more of that wild turkey bourbon? They asked him for weeks. And eventually, the name just stuck. And that became their core line. They started taking the source product. And they started taking that specific whiskey and calling it wild turkey. Nice. So they went on a turkey hunting trip and camping trip with an unnamed source bourbon and people kept begging for the wild turkey there you go and if you don't know the other wild turkey products they have wild turkey they have russell's they have american honey what else do they got uh long branch yeah long they, branch they got the rare breed line they've got the uh i think the master series right they've got a master keep it's like the uh, seventeen-year bottle. Yeah, the bond. seventeen. Uh, the new one that came out this year was the uh, Wild Turkey Father and Son, which I believe is uh, international only, and all sorts of interesting stuff coming out from Wild Turkey right now. But I think the Wild Turkey One Hundred and One is kind of the most the most famous of them all for sure. And also, for people that don't know, they can also associate it with Sky Vodka. They were originally purchased, well, not originally, but a while ago. Pernod Ricard, which I I don't know why, but I can never figure out which one of those two names comes first. I would just want to say Ricard Pernod. <laughs> Ricard Pernod. Pernod Ricard. I can't do it. I just actually can't do it. But anyway, they yeah. were purchased by an Italian group, the Campari Group, in 2009, which is the maker of Sky Vodka. Yeah. And Campari is an Italian liqueur. It's an aperitif. Apertif. Apertif. Apertif, infused with herbs <laughs> and floral notes, Italian liqueur. Very interesting that they were purchased by Pernard Ricard. R- Ricard Pernard. Ricard Ricard. <laughs> all right, all right, all, <laughs> all right. right. All right, all right, all right. We actually had a rep from uh, Pernard Ricard 
Did I say that? Pernod Ricard. You even tried that time. You I know, do. right? Pernod <laughs> Ricard. <laughs> PR. Uh, come into our, our whiskey <laughs> club one day and talk to us about uh, Jameson and some of the, the products that they carry. And I just, I can't ever get that name right. Good, good googly moogly. It's like just how I'm going to slaughter scotch phrases and scotch brands every time I, I say them. All right. So <laughs> we did some googling and <laughs> we've been saying it completely wrong because our producer Rose Haig pulled us aside and she said, I think it's French and I'm pretty sure that you don't pronounce the D, which is right. It's actually Pernod Ricard. Do it. Per, Pernod Ricard. Here we go. Ready? Per no Ricard. Thanks, one, Siri. That'll be all. One more time. Per no Ricard. There you go. <laughs> per no Ricard. So. What an age we live in. Am I right? Good. Yeah. The epitome <laughs> of technology there. <laughs> the epitome. A friend in, uh, I don't know, it was a 11th grade AP English just grilled me on that one day. It said epitome, and she's like, you mean epitome? And I was like, ah, yeah. Anyways, Perno Ricard, <laughs> here we are. Flash forward however many years, and we're still just mispronouncing things. Including? And, <laughs> including pronounce, because I always say pronounce on the podcast. Um, yeah. What else you want to do? You want to hit some more, with some more Turk Oh, tracks? man. Continuing on with the history. Like all distilleries that ever have happened, it burnt down. <laughs> the and Great Turkey Fire. Yeah, yeah, but this time twenty percent of it actually made it to the water supply. But fortunately, in Kentucky, since everyone drinks so much, I don't think anybody noticed. No, I'm just kidding. They had to shut down the water supply. It was a whole ordeal. They had to pay tons of money and fines, and it was a complete disaster. But yeah. It's been named one of the best whiskeys under $25 by numerous sources. And now they even use that money to afford your boy Matthew McConaughey to be the lead spokesman. Hey, Devin. Yeah, I've Mac. been drinking Wild Turkey 101 long before they paid me to drink Wild Turkey 101. <laughs> you ever sit there and you just look at it? A bottle think, of Wild Turkey? You man. think? What if I was a turkey? <laughs> Walking around, gobbling all over the place. Gobble, 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 all right. No, really, it, is, it actually is a really good documentary. Uh, what, what did we watch it on? Uh, it was on the Wild Turkey website. Okay, actually, Wild Turkey can, website. Yeah. I highly recommend watching that for two reasons. One, it's actually good. There's a lot of good facts in it. And you can also just make fun of Matthew McConaughey. Like, I didn't want to just take this gig to try the bourbon i wanted to <laughs> i wanted to be the bourbon <laughs> i surrounded myself for two years inside that barrel and just let it leach into my skin because i wanted to know what it felt like <laughs> and other things like that or whatever i'm pretty sure that's a quote from it i don't know hey Devin, yeah, you Mike. ever try to become a turkey <laughs> you'd be a lot cooler if you did <laughs> all right all right that's all not the right. first time i've heard that actually <laughs> I probably could pull it off yeah, I'm just going to quote dazed and confused Matthew McConaughey for the rest of the show. But honestly, <laughs> we did. So what was this? This is probably in beginning of June. 
end of May, we sat down to record this wild turkey episode and we were both buying houses and reviewing offers and we couldn't do it. We just ran out of time and we started watching this documentary on wild turkey's website and it just had Matthew McConaughey talking about how he's helped craft, he's helped taste and craft some of this wild turkey whiskey, which is his favorite bourbon. And I think he legitimately is a great Spurks, Spurks person. <laughs> yeah, Spurks that, that's person. a great word to mess up. Uh, a spokes, speaking. <laughs> spokesperson for the brand. Because he seems like he cares. And he's like, I don't know, how rich do you think Matthew McConaughey is at this point, right? Like, he he just, I, if you're Matthew McConaughey, like, he, I don't know. I, I feel like you just shouldn't care about the money at this point. And he's still drinking wild turkey. He's Look at that. He's still drinking wild That's turkey. That's a man there that it cares is. about his bourbon. We had some quick Matthew McConaughey facts. Apparently he's 5'11". Some Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> oh, wow. That is a Ooh, terrible that was reaching. joke. That is a reach. <laughs> and he's worth $140 million. Wow. That's like, what is that like? He's now 51 years old. 500000 per inch? How much is the? I don't know. I don't know. know. It's, I just, it's that's good, probably way good, off. Good, I, don't <laughs> I can't convert that much. A decent ballpark <laughs> guess. I got nothing closer. So, <laughs> what does that convert to? One hundred and forty million dollars in space bucks? Because if I if I know anything from Interstellar, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I haven't seen Interstellar yet. I know. Nobody I'll get has. around to it. No, you won't. No one's gonna get around to that. <laughs> Our producer Rose Haig doesn't like space movies very much. <laughs> space. All right. All right. All right. But yeah, we started watching all the old like Matthew McConaughey, uh, like LinkedIn videos and stuff too. And we really just never got around to recording this episode. So here we are. And I don't know, I would love to have Matthew McConaughey on the show just to like, just to talk bourbon. We'd just sit around and we'd talk bourbon and how he created something beautiful. It would probably be actually pretty interesting. Actually, I'm saying that with a serious face. I, I'm 100% with you. We give Matthew we McConaughey. We got to get him on the podcast. A lot of shit, but I'm a huge fan. Days and Confused, great movie. Loved him in uh, uh, True Detective. Who the Lord, what a show. Anyways, let's get back to the bourbon here. We're going to po up. Well, he wasn't the only fan. No, he wasn't the only. <laughs> he, he had his only fans? He wasn't the only fan of Wild Turkey <laughs> Bourbon. Your boy Michael Jackson also called it the Clint Eastwood of whiskeys. Wow. And I have the quote right here, and I would imagine it sounded something like this. Does it just go like this? Shimona. <laughs> oh, oh. Chicken to pear. to beat them up. It's, yeah, ready? 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 <laughs> I'm ready. I, I, would, I would imagine it goes something like this. A huge whiskey put together <laughs> with style and sophistication, but still with all the robustness of a true bourbon. A classic, of course. A Clint Eastwood of whiskeys. <laughs> Allegedly. 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 No, it's ignorant. <laughs> no, like no, turkey, no, it's ignorant. It's ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> For all you South Park fans. <laughs> you know, out of all the alcohols I think Michael Jackson would be into, it just is somewhat surprising to me that he's into bourbon. No, actually, well, that's an actually, I was doing some of the researching, and a lot of people have credited him with him as one of the first writers about bourbon and beer. Wow. Interesting. I didn't know that. Michael Jackson, huh? Yeah. Hmm. And make an interesting topic for 
I don't know, a podcast maybe. Yeah, it would. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know exactly how true a lot of that is. I just kind of caught that as a side note, but I was just like, no, nah, that didn't happen. That, Who knows? that didn't happen. But maybe it did. Yeah, it seems like so that we'll, was kind of we'll like when, when he was popular in what, late 80s, mid 90s? And, Today. And <laughs> kind of <laughs> all time, right? Yeah, like <laughs> Billy Jean's got over a billion views on YouTube. So, um, that video probably still gets more views a day than we'll ever have followers. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, who we'll knows? We'll see. Fixing to find out. No, Anywho. I think I know. <laughs> I think I know. Anywho, uh, when he was super popular, it was, it was like clear alcohols were the king back then, right? So for him to talk about beer and bourbon, that, that would certainly be interesting to learn more about. Anywho, let's pull up some Wild Turkey 101. So, what are you getting on the nose there, Devin? Let's talk Wild Turkey 101. Okay. All right. I'm getting a lot of orange, like orange zest, almost like an orange frosting. A little bit of vanilla in there that you'd get in the frosting, but like not as much as I would say like a typical bourbon. An orange rind. That's a stretch. <laughs> All right. I'm not going <laughs> I agree with you there. It's like, yeah, and uh, that smokiness, yeah, I can see it. It's there. Maybe not. I don't see it as much on this as that Russell's single grape. barrel. Yeah, a lot of grape. Just a fruit basket frosting. <laughs> you know? <laughs> the looks we're getting here, fruit basket frosting. <laughs> uh, it, it smells like a, a old-fashioned in a glass. Yeah. No, that's... Sums it all up perfectly right there. Got that distinctive, smoky, wild turkey note. It's got that frosting. It's got that grape. Everything yeah. that you put into Vanilla your caramel. typical old-fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> grape. <laughs> <laughs> just drop some Welch's grape jam right into your old-fashioned. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's got like a nice like citrus, and that orange rind is, is present, but some vanilla and some, some caramel, you know, classic flavors, right? It's old-fashioned in a glass. Old-fashioned I, I just get that smell like every single time now. Now, when you put it in your mouth hole, what notes are you getting there? So now that I'm on the palate here, I am getting a little bit of weird twists. I'm getting kind of like a, a faint hint of pear and some raspberry and some oak. And a little bit of smokiness. Interesting. What are you getting over there? Interesting notes you came up with. And I think um, you can see that pear a little bit. There is kind of a fruity flavor. But I think the defining flavors like caramel and cinnamon. And then when I'm drinking it, I get something that's like almost a little bit of like kind of bready. Maybe that rye and maybe um, like graham cracker. And I just had this really potent note of like cinnamon toast crunch. Where it was like cinnamon. Toast and crunch. Toast and crunch. <laughs> Can you see why kids love it? <laughs> kids, you got to be 21 to get your hands on this one. That's right. <laughs> just like a really potent cinnamon toast crunch that hit me when I was drinking it. And I thought it was, it's like there's a little bit of fruit there, but like caramel and cinnamon toast crunch. Before it just ramps up into uh, a pretty mild spice on the back end. 
but very, very enjoyable. Easy to drink. 101 proof. Packs a ton of great flavors. I'm just envisioning all of this. Like, you got a bowl, cinnamon toast crunch out. <laughs> You're just drizzling caramel on it. You got pear slices. Like, this just sounds like what an adult breakfast should be. The full experience. And then you <laughs> make it 101 proof. There you go. 50.5% alcohol. How about the finish? What are you getting there? On the finish, it just starts out for me with just a huge burst of cinnamon and then just kind of fades into those same notes that I had, just kind of like a light pear, a light raspberry, a light orange, a little bit of oak, just kind of fades into that. But like the first swallow, I mean, that cinnamon is really hits you, but not in like not in like a harsh way that honestly I would say that wild turkey kind of gets the name for like a lot of people just think like oh man wild turkey but at the same time like if your palate is a little bit more adjusted to whiskey I actually find that kind of burst of cinnamon just really enjoyable and it doesn't have that like young harshness to it that like people kind of describe it's actually a really nice well-rounded cinnamon flavor it just kind of hits you at the front and then fades into those fruits yeah agree with that almost all of it too i think it's kind of like a a mildly tannic kind of short to moderate finish but it's good flavor oh yeah yeah big burst of delicious cinnamon follow the theme of cinnamon toast crunch get some berries and for me some stone fruit specifically like some and forged berries? <laughs> I was just going to jump into this segment <laughs> here where if stone fruit isn't uh, a pretentious enough term, we've come up with the ultimate pretentious whiskey term. Forged berries. Forged What do you think berry. that is? What do you think that you is? You go Mike? out in the wilderness and you pick some fucking berries. That's what it is. That's that's the flavor you get. Yeah, and like they still have a little bit of dirt on them. <laughs> and you got like a basket. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's definitely not any of that like. You can't quite identify what the actual berry is, but you forged it. Yeah, and that is the important part. Forged or foraged. Foraged berry. Forged? Yeah. Like it was For, like yeah. smelted. Yeah. <laughs> Got a blacksmith's <laughs> hammer and they're just smashing berries. Yes, right. I, I guess to, to some extent, that's wine. Like, that's like wine, the Gallagher version of berries. Wine would just, just be smashing everything. Yeah. It's flying everywhere. Wine would just be forged grapes, right? You're just stomping them with your feet. That's just true. Forging them in that basket. So the, the, the pretentious term here, foraged berries and it came from an ice cream that we got for rose a really nice gesture from one of her friends she's gonna be a bridesmaid and she sent him all these um salt and straw ice cream packets through the mail and we got one let's let's grab it let's see exactly what this is here it is here's the ice cream flavor wild foraged berry slab pie say that five times fast please don't i'll do it (laughs) wild foraged berry slab pie I don't care how many drinks I've had. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, so if if you find stone fruit to be a douchey term, and it's just, just not pretentious enough, wild foraged berry is the next level whiskey pretentious term right here. Or even just do that if you're in a hipster area and you order a drink and just be like, wait, but are the berries forged? Do you use a maraschino cherry or can you just plop in some hand-picked wild foraged berries for me 
That's right. <laughs> Which, you know, in Colorado, we have plenty of places we could actually place that it order. And they'd be like, actually, true. let me check. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can run out back to our, our, our bush and we can see. <laughs> our foraging parking lot. <laughs> let me talk to the foraging collective and we'll see if we can just go pluck some berries for you. <laughs> the collective. All right. If I talk about wild foraged berries anymore, I don't even know what I'm going to I'm going to lose my mind. So. So I think we got to score this, right? Yeah, let me put the ice cream away real quick. And, okay. Uh, let's give it a let's scow it up. Alrighty, you want me to scow it up first, or you want to scow it up? Well, you can give it for the official bowed up score. Oh man! All right, I'm gonna go. Well, I can't go 101. That's not a good score. <laughs> Ten point one. But and you know I like to factor in price because that's important. I'm gonna give this. Price considering and being like the largest factor, I would probably give this like an eight point seven. Damn. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, oh, here. No, that's that's a great oh, score. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like in comparison to other bourbons, I'd probably give it like a like a seven point eight. But I mean, any yeah. other bourbon that's going to kind of totally dominate this is going to be like 50 or 60 bucks and this is 22 dollars in the bourbon boom 22 dollars we'd be looking at a hundred bucks 124 dollars now with some whiskeys well out and there. you know this is never gonna boom no i hope i, mean, I hope it, this stays 21 dollars forever well it's like just mass numbers there's no way right. it's ever gonna increase past that so like that's a ridiculously high score for what this juice actually is and I know that, but like, it's twenty two dollars. This and like maybe the Evan Williams White Label or something. When you're on like a super budget bourbon, I don't think you can beat it. I really don't. One hundred percent agree. I'm a big Knob Creek fan, but like KC Nine doesn't compare to this. I don't think it does. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, that's nice. my take. Exceptional score from Mr. Devin Mitchell there, and I was sitting here thinking eight point five. Right. That's okay. the only thing I can think okay. is it, it gets a solid Bravo score, right? Because if we go back to the Poet Up score, maybe you're new to Poet Up. Maybe you're a lifelong fan. If you're a lifelong fan, you know the scale. If you're new, 7.5, competent whiskey. 8.5 is the, the Bravo, right? And I think it deserves a Bravo. This is fantastic whiskey for 21 bucks For the price. Yeah, absolutely. And the absolute, it's a bamboozler. I've had this in a blind taste test before where I was like, somebody's playing pranks on me. And I'm like, this tastes like, at the time, I thought it was a, a red breast, or not a red breast, red spot, 15-year Irish whiskey. Because I was just like, the red spot's Marsala cast finish, and Marsala has a lot of common flavors with wild turkey, and it wasn't. And I was like, Elijah Craig single barrel. It's not. Buffalo Trace store pick. It wasn't. And then I got hit with, it's wild turkey. And I'm like, all right, I got to go revisit the whole line right now. Go grab a rare breed, try the single barrels, try the Russell's Reserves. And, and one year later, we, we did are. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Because it's been really delayed. Got bamboozled by the turkey. But not only is it great by itself, at 101 proof and high rye, it's an exceptional cocktail whiskey. It's great for mixed drinks. It's just awesome all around. We started making a, we, we do like Friday night cocktail hour here now. Uh, we call it the speakeasy in our house where we're recording, built a bar. We did campfire old fashions. And I was calling it the 
Oh Lord Jesus, it's a fire old fashioned <laughs> toaster marshmallow and like the meme on the internet and um or the viral video. And my buddy was like, You should just call it smoke smo it up. <laughs> smoke it up. Smoke it up. So the smoke it up was born. Tell him what that entails. Yeah, it's a okay, so it's demerara marshmallow simple syrup. So we actually boil marshmallows into the demerara sugar in the water when we're we're breaking down the simple syrup. You add a little bit of that to three ounces of bourbon and a uh, third ounce of heavily peated scotch to give it some smokiness and three dashes of Angostura bitters. Spin it on ice. You add graham cracker, demerara sugar around the uh, rim of the glass. And then I have a stick that I put a marshmallow on with a torch and we just torch the hell out of a marshmallow, add a little piece of Hershey's or chocolate chip on there and get a s'more in a glass. That's it. That's the smow it up. Smow it up. And as an aside, too, we couldn't find a torch anywhere. <laughs> so I got to tell this story. And uh, we are looking everywhere, right? We go to Target. No torch. Sold online only. We go across the street to Kohl's. No torch. Sold online only. And I'm like, shit, where are we going to get this torch? And we're like, it looks like Lowe's has one in stock. So we drive 10 minutes to a Lowe's. This is like... 45 minutes before all of our friends are coming over to drink these cocktails. So time is of the essence. We're like running through this Lowe's and we find it. And then there's this aisle with like all the torch stuff. It's got butane. It's got like actual welding torches and crap. And it's missing. You should have got that. You should have got the welding torch. Yeah, welding torch. Gotta go big or go home. (laughs) Burn down my house. That'd be sweet. (laughs) Thanks, home insurance. Anyways, so... It's missing. And we're talking to the Lowe's guy, and he looks at us, and he's like, oh, you know, you just go to that head shop across the street. And we're like, oh, yeah, I don't know why I didn't, we never even thought to go to a head shop. And if you don't know what a head shop is, because you're outside of Colorado or a place that's not, like, marijuana-friendly, right? It's just a place where they sell bongs and water pipes and torches and smoking paraphernalia. And this particular shop was attached to a dispensary, so... We walk in, and there's this guy that greets us, and he's this huge, tall guy, and he's got this huge smile on his face, one of the nicest guys ever, and he's like, hey, how can I help you? And we're like, we need a torch, and his eyes light up, and he's throwing his head back, and he's looking at his head bobbing, and he looks at us, and he goes, you dabbing? (laughs) (laughs) We're just dying laughing at this point, and we're like, no, we're actually going to make... We're actually going to make some cocktails. We run a whiskey podcast. We need the torch to like torch marshmallows for this specialty cocktail that we're doing. And he's like, oh, shit, what's the name of your podcast? And we're like, it's Poet Up. And he's like, oh, I'm definitely going to have to fucks with you. <laughs> with an X, uh-huh. which makes it PG. And we just we just love this guy. So he was like, oh, he he was like, let me show you our torch selection here. And he went like, you know, he's like, this is the cheapest one. This one's by far the best. He's like. We can let you try them out if you want. I'm like, just give me the best one. We're like in a time crunch. And I mean, just top-notch customer service. He could tell this guy was super happy. And he was really interested in Poet Up. And he understood what we said when we said Poet Up too. So that was great. He's like, hopefully, if he's out there and listening, you were awesome. That torch has been great. It helped us make some awesome cocktails. But loop all the way back to the beginning of this conversation, we used Wild Turkey 101. And I went and bought a bottle for 21 bucks, and I killed the entire bottle that night making cocktails for my friends, and it was 
perfect in that campfire old fashioned because it's got a little smokiness itself. Fantastic. Add a little peated whiskey to it, get a little bit more. We got inebriated then on cocktail night, just drinking wild turkey. And that the heavily peated scotch, if you're wondering, Brew Laddie Port Charlotte heavily peated tenure. Just a third ounce in each one of those cocktails. Really awesome cocktail. Very smoky. Reminded me of like sitting around a campfire eating this more. We uh, got little um, mason jars too to serve them out of. So it was very like sit around the fire. Speaking of getting sloshed. Let's move on to the Kentucky Spirit single barrel. Shit, power it up. Thunder Chick 2. Thunder Chick 2. It looks like Rambo, too. He's like got a bow and there's a Bowie knife. Like, Oh, yeah, dude. This... Whoever designed this label, just amazing. I, I think I have a name. I'm just not going to. I think it was somebody named Tiffany. So, Tiffany, if you're out there listening to the podcast, bang up job on those Thunder Chick. Well, and this Thunder Chick's mad, and it's like, it's the second one, too. So he's got, like, an eye patch, and he's out for revenge. Because, like, you know, maybe Thunder Chick 1 didn't go so well. And, like, Thunder Chick 2, like, he's ready to he's ready to roll. So here's the story on the Thunder Chick. Can you pass me the bottle, please? Yes, sir. This is, if you ever see him in stores, a Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit single barrel. And it's got the gold label on it. It looks just like a rare breed bourbon or rye bottle. It's bottled at 101 proof, 50.5%. Same stopper, same shape. Yeah, same everything. It says single barrel, so it's just essentially a single barrel 101. Or you would assume this one gets really interesting. Until. This comes from 5280 Whiskey Group, which I recently joined. Thanks, Nate. Thanks, Wes. Big shout out to both of them. And they do awesome barrel picks. So they went down to do a Russell's Reserve pick, which is what we warmed up with. See, we're coming back full circle here on the show. It's like we do plan this sometimes. <laughs> it's like some <laughs> we have planned this. But, but not typically. Thanks, Devin, for looking up wild turkey facts. I <laughs> just got drunk instead. Anyways, so the story is that they got six to nine samples of these to choose. And they found what they called absolute flavor bomb Russell Reserve picks. But they were just a little too hot for their liking at 110 proof. So what they did is they worked with Wild Turkey to proof the Russell's Reserve down from 110 proof to a 101 proof and relabel it as a Kentucky Spirit. Wild Turkey Kentucky Spirit single barrel. Hmm. And they could do that because it's the same mash bill. All they do is cut the proof down by so nine Kentucky. proof. Then change that. And they get some banging flavors with a little bit lower proof. Not quite as hot on the palate. So really, really interesting story there, especially if you look at these two bottles. We have the Russell's Reserve and the Kentucky Spirit. Same thing, different barrels at a different proof. And so the, the story on this one is, this was bottled on May 4th, 2021. Barrel number 364 and stored in warehouse F on Rick number 18. Selected for the bourbon connoisseur. And this is the whole series here of the Thunder Chick. And if you're wondering what a Thunder Chick is, I'll tell you. That's what they call a very large, smart, and aggressive turkey in the South. So these Russell Reserves picks that were just a little too hot, they proofed them down and called them Thunder Chicks. There you go. There you go. Awesome stuff. We are on to the Wild Turkey 
Kentucky Spirit Single Barrel from 5280 Whiskey Thunder Chick 2. Say that five times fast. I'll do it. No, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) Which, again, is a Russell's Reserve pick, proofed down to 101 proof and rebranded as a Single Barrel Kentucky Spirit. What a cool thing. Like, I didn't know that existed, but if it's the same mash bill, then go for it. It's got different notes. Oh, absolutely. Which I'm going to get into right here. Absolutely. And let's do it. What you got on the nose? I get kind of like a dusty blueberry. That cherry's still there. But it's a lot fruitier. And a lot... There's still a little bit of smoke, but it's a lot less smoky. It's a lot less cinnamony. And I get more fruits. Those different blueberries and like, yeah foraged blueberries oh absolutely (laughs) yeah not that gmo crap (laughs) gluten-free considering you know blueberries don't have gluten anyway but for some reason if you put that on a label it'd probably increase sales i want my all right hey dad all that stuff yeah when i drink when i drink my single barrel kentucky spirit wild turkey single barrel 5280 whiskey russell's reserve proof down to 101 proof 5280 whiskey picks i only drink them because they taste and smell like foraged, hand-picked wild blueberries. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, all right, all right. I was drinking Kentucky Spirit Single Barrel 5280 pick way after they paid me to drink. <laughs> no, just kidding. It's supposed to be a four. That's the joke. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But no, so back to the nose. Like I agree with you on all of that. There is a, like they called these fruit bombs. And 100%, you get like that dusty blueberry is awesome. I found straight out of the the bottle on the pour was a lot of like vanilla cake frosting combined with that real classic distinctive wild turkey smoke. And we know something about smoke here in Colorado. We have the worst air quality today in the world. That's right. Number one, y'all. I don't know if I'm proud of that. But I'm going to embrace it. <laughs> USA, I love it. U.S. gold USA. medal. See, Olympics are going on right now. We just can't stop meddling. Gold medal in Denver, Colorado for worst air quality. How about that, yeah, baby? What do you think about that, China? <laughs> <laughs> Beijing ain't got nothing on us today. That's right. <laughs> Hong Kong, forget it. Yeah, it's like it's us and then Utah is like number five. <laughs> and usually we can see the, the mountains very clearly from here. And it's beautiful and it's scenic. You go outside and it looks apocalyptic right now. And like, once again, holy shit, the world's ending. It's completely California's fault. As always, California. Fucking California. <laughs> but seriously, if you're listening from California, we love you guys. Yeah. And we just support seriously. you guys so Actually, much. Actually, seriously, stay safe. And like those fires are scary. Well, that is true. Yeah. Absolutely. We had a, a fair share from last year too. the uh, Glenwood Canyon fires. I actually donated a bottle of whiskey to the firefighters fund too, to try and help out. So. Yeah. And it killed it. Absolutely killed it. Yeah, Probably. We, what was it? 500? Did yeah. You get, five, that 500 was the bucks, donation yeah. off that bottle. Crazy money. Fantastic. We love to give back and support where we can. And that one ended up way better than we thought it was going to do. We like to joke around. We don't joke around about charity. That's all there is to it. So anyways, back to <laughs> talk about a smooth segue there. He's a smooth operator. We'll play some Kenny G here. Um, back to the, <laughs> the copyright. It was shut down on Spotify for singing Kenny G. Um, 
I don't even think Kenny G sings Smooth Operator. Producer Rose Haig, who sings Smooth Operator? Sade. S-A-D-E. S-A-D-E. Sadie. So b- back to this um, fifty-two eighty pick, though we gotta we gotta come we gotta we gotta reel it in here. The whiskey's taken over, hair fans. This has been a fun episode, and I was like, I was a little nervous. Right, I didn't do my homework. Devin did, thank you. And I learned a little bit about I learned a lot about this pick in particular, but very smoky, just like our air quality here in Colorado, <laughs> and. Uh, very fruity like it is a fruit bomb on the nose and the more you sniff it the more i'm like wow and it's been sitting in the glass for a few minutes now and that like smoke and the vanilla icing kind of goes away and they get like the blueberry and the citrus and apples and all these like delicious fruity flavors gets a wow for me on the nose so let's drink some and see what we find out all right so we're deep in the palate here and i'll kick us off it's just so fruity Right when it hits the palate, there's definitely some vanilla, there's some caramel, but it all shifts into this big fruit basket right there of dusty hand-foraged blueberry. <laughs> I still think blueberry is the strongest, so there's blueberry so is a much blueberry. really strong note there, but I'm also getting lots of cherry, lots of apple, like fresh red apple. I haven't tried anything this apple-y since like a Evan Williams single barrel. I get just tons of apple on that. But it has all this different robustness. And then as you're drinking on the back end, this spice starts to kick up. And it, it pricks your palate and it starts to tingle with this like nice cinnamon rye spice that blends in with all those fruity flavors. There's definitely some stone fruit there. <laughs> just using all all my favorite pretentious get that peach it does turn a little effervescent on the back end but it remains really juicy and fruity for throughout this is kind of like it doesn't a, dry at all i don't super think super juicy the whole time yeah it's a very kind of like whoa drinking experience because i wasn't expecting this i was thinking something more along the lines of what we had with the russells or the wild turkey but this packs incredible flavor yeah but i honestly don't even have anything to add to that i've just kind of Agreed with everything you went through on it, and it's really thorough, and it's so juicy, it's so fruity, and yeah, it's pretty unique, I would say, for your typical Kentucky bourbon. Yeah, I think um, definitely some vanilla there, right up front. Yeah. I think I mentioned that. Explodes into this juice bomb. But there's so much more fruit than I think you get out of a lot of bourbons. Yeah. It's really... It's like the rosé of bourbons. <laughs> rosé. <laughs> Producer Rosé Haig. Rosé Haig. Oh. <laughs> and very well balanced, though, too. That spice is good at the end. And maybe that's the perfect move to proof this down from 110 to 101. But this stuff is it's awesome. I'm really enjoying it. So he's going to pow it up again because he finished his original pow. It was actually his joke, and I just had to re-say it on the podcast. It's a true story, believe it or not. Yeah, Devin has. You're probably doubting yourself, but like, <laughs> there really was no more whiskey in my glass. I don't know what happened. Unbelievable. This is the poet up experience right here, folks, <laughs> and it's prime. And before we move on to the finish, I know we said we we're going to do that. I just jumped in and I tried some more of this and I get like a little bit of like some red hots on the back there. 
combined with that nice like cinnamon spice, like some candied cinnamon, like spicy flavors and really enjoyable. I just like had red hot stick out in my mind when I was trying it. So let's go on to the finish. But don't think fireball because that's not what we're talking about. Very good flavors. Now you're rolling. Sorry, the the turkey's taken over, but I meant to say, what are you getting on the finish there, Devin? It's just like I'm so stuck on that blueberry. This is the most blueberried whiskey I think I've ever tried, and I can tell from Mike's face he's about to say <laughs> something. Hand forged blueberry. <laughs> Dang it! No, but really, like, man, there's so much blueberry. It just it dominates throughout. It dominates even the finish for me. I get a little bit of red apple, get a little bit of the cherry and everything, but like, man, it's like a, it's almost like a blueberry liqueur to me in, in whiskey terms. So it's not going to be like actually super strong, but creme de cassis. I've been drinking some of that, but But, with some cocktails and it's like a a dark fruit liqueur. Good thing we didn't actually try that because I was thinking about warming up with that and that would have ruined all You'd of us. You'd hate it. Yeah, it's probably terrible. Like most liqueurs. It's good in specific cocktails. In terms of whiskey, yeah, like there's so much blueberry to it. It's not a... It's a pretty short finish. There's not a lot that comes out of it, but like, man, if you like blueberries, I think this is your whiskey. But I agree with you. I think it's a short finish. Super juicy. It's a it's totally unique in the facet that like it there's some sweetness juxtaposed by like a little bit of rye spice. It's sugary. Juicy, juicy, juicy in the center of the palate, but then if I lick my lips, it's like flavor purgatory. Which is so strange. Usually I can get like some sort of flavor oak. Um some like charred wood, some rye spice. Some vanilla, some cacao, dark chocolate, that type of stuff, like on, on a finish. Nope, this is all fruits. Nothing. For me. When you lick the sides of your mouth, it's like kind of a clean slate. This might be like a great whiskey to drink if you're looking at opening up your palate and drinking something it's else. Like but the, the ginger whiskey of sushi. Exactly. Right. You eat ginger to clean your palate when you're eating sushi. It kind of does that on the sides of my mouth. The center of the tongue still remains juicy, fruity, blueberry, all those great flavors. There's some vanilla, there's sweetness, there's rye spice, all that packs in there. It's a unique and awesome whiskey, too. The Thunder Chick, too. So, thunder, 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 chick. <laughs> Come on. Lightning everyone had to have been thinking that at least a little bit. Lightning and the thunder. 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 Lightning. <laughs> yeah, we've gone off the deep end here. Anyways. What are you going to scow it up at? Oh, man. I didn't put a lot of thought into this. I'm on the spot. I am going to scow it up to Mike's Game of Thrones songing. I'll do do another 8.7. 8.7, okay. Now, no, hold on. Hold up. Now, hold up. I know that that's the same score they gave to Wild Turkey 101, but you're talking about double the price. More. Or more. 
What, 70? I think this was 58, 68. I got to check the okay. I got to check the price. So like, okay, almost 3 times the price. And this one I personally really enjoyed cuz I'm like a berry fanatic. Just absolutely love berries. I think I buy fresh berries every single week. Stop drinking now so you can go hand forage some tomorrow morning. Well, I don't need to. I just foraged them right here. (laughs) But honestly, (laughs) this to me was fantastic and I would give it a higher score, but I don't think it's everybody's niche. Hmm, Interesting. Okay. So I'm going to also give an 8.7 because of that and because cost. Yeah. Okay. But if you, if I saw a bottle of this for under $60 or around $60 on a shelf, I would snatch it up without even any hesitation at all. It's fantastic. That's the interesting thing, though, because it's a single barrel. So you're likely well, true. to never... There'll be more. Yeah, right, right. And, and like, okay, maybe it's not exactly this, but like if they Some proof it people, down to this, it might be close. Right, a proof down Russell's Reserve single barrel. It's a very interesting thing. And some people suck at picking barrels, Right. We've had some bad Except for Pow It Up if you've tried that three chords barrel, am I right? And tumbling dice. Shoot. You know, they're good. Yeah. Anywho, back to the story here. You're likely to never find this plate. You might find this flavor profile again, right? I've This is the first Kentucky spirit that I've had, and I, I think it's fantastic. I love it. The 8.7 is a great score. You want to know what I'm going to score it up at? Oh, shit, man. I can't. I There's nothing more that I want to know in the next three minutes of my life. Let me give it a 10.1. No, I'm just kidding. It's for 101 <laughs> proof. I can't give it 10.1. It's, it's fantastic. Let me get a 9.1. Okay. Slam in the table. Slam it. I like it. it that much because it's like. Like the Jim Cramer, like, bye, bye, bye. It's like the, it's like. You did everything you could to enhance genetically a like million dollar man Evan Williams single barrel, and you came out with this, where it's like you put that apple, that again that Evan Williams single barrel, and you add all these robust fruity flavors combined with the spice, a super unique finish, a nose you can sniff for days, awesome, awesome stuff. Huge score on that one. I, I really like this one a whole lot. I mean, I love it. Score aside, all that aside. I really enjoy this, and I think it's really unique. Yeah, absolutely. I paid the 58 or $68 or whatever it was for it, and I'd do it again in a heartbeat. I'd do it for the sticker on the back. That's awesome. Thunder Chick 2. <laughs> That's right. I can't wait to see the rest of the Thunder Chick series. It sounds like Charlie's Angels. And All right, so we spent... We've had too much fun on this episode, so we got to move on to the rare breed ride because we said we would. But I think we're gonna speed review this one. Speed review. Speed review. Coming right up. All right, here's what we're gonna do. Speed review this. It's a first ever on Poet Up, but we're out of time. I mean, we're never out of time. We do whatever we want on this podcast. It's our it's our show, so we're as long or short as it wants to be, but we're out of time. So speed review. Devin and I are gonna give you our nose palette finish and score as fast as we can you ready Devin? you ready champ oh we're scoring the rare breed barrel proof rye from wild turkey all right all right all right the wild turkey rare proof rare proof (laughs) (laughs) 
the wild turkey rare breed barrel proof rye. And this one's 112.2 proof. You ready? Representing the United States of America in the speed whiskey reviewing competition in the 2021 Tokyo Olympics based out of Denver, Colorado, Devin Mitchell. Deet! Smells like a rye. Back to you, Mike. <laughs> How's it taste? <laughs> Tastes like a rye. Back to you, Mike. <laughs> How's the finish? <laughs> finish is like a rye. Back to you, Mike. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that. We'll give you guys the actual real notes. All right. Are ready? <laughs> You qualified for the gold medal heat here. So. <laughs> Three. What do you got, Mike? Two. No, seriously. One. You, you start. Okay. All right, ready? Three, two on me. Give me a deet, too. Let's go Olympic style. Ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Boop. The nose is sweet and rye spicy. It's an oxymoron. Wheat, caramel, toasted wood, very inviting on the nose. And then what? Palate. Orange rind. Touches the taste buds first. Then the mouth feels very oily and coating. The first half of the drink experience is juicy with notes of melon, vanilla, lemon, and citrus. On the back end, rye spice ramps up with brown sugar and cinnamon. Yeah, but then what? The finish is a mix of mildly tannic and juicy. Low heat simmers in the grain uh, grain and nice, very oaky char. And you can find that well-written review on poetup.com. Score. Under the rare breed rye. But what's the score? 8.5. On to you, Devin. Beep. Like <laughs> that was a whole review. I don't. I don't know what I can add to that. <laughs> Tastes like a rye. Smells like a rye. Finishes no, like a rye. There you me. go. Um, you know, I'm not. I'm not a huge rye person, but um, this is a good rye. It really is. It's a good rye, and like I said, we didn't spend a ton of time reviewing it because we have it on the website, and we think that the website review is pretty robust and really good. And if you want to check it out there, but if you're a rye guy and you haven't tried rare breed barrel proof rye, it's fantastic. It's awesome. I I don't have a lot to say about it other than the fact that it is really good. And if you haven't picked it up and it's something that you can actually pick up at, what do you say? Most big stores. Yeah. I found a total one half back the in the day before there. Probably I found it in total one. This is probably a year ago. Before it hit stores in most other states, and I was kind of blown away. I was like, "Should I offer this to my Costco shipping group? Like, this stuff is great. It really is awesome. And if you can Fantastic buy it, rye. get it, try it out. It does have that that smokiness, the distinctive wild turkey we've been talking about on everything. Really like that a lot. I think I paid same thing, like kind of like fifty bucks or something for it. I can't remember. It's a long time ago. Almost all the rare breeds are usually forty nine ninety nine. Tell you what, brother, I'd do it again. You do another speed review? And I'd buy another <laughs> bottle of rare breed rye. Oh, okay, okay. I'll that buy another good. bottle of rare breed bourbon. Hell, I'll, I'll buy it tonight. I don't even care if they're closed. <laughs> We're breaking in, stealing <laughs> yeah, the rare right. breed. What was the What's <laughs> the movie that's out right now? Where it's like the the Pappy Heist movie that's on Netflix. Oh yeah. Oh man. Like, all right. Sorry, I I gotta interject on that. <laughs> I know that we were trying to do a speed review, but like, I saw so many whiskey groups that are like. Watch this, you know, heist gate on like Pappy yeah. Van Winkle. I think me and my fiance Katie watched ten minutes of it, and it was awful. Really, we haven't I we haven't it. checked it out. I yet. absolutely hated it. Yeah, Rose and I haven't checked. It, it was out like yet. it felt like there was five minutes of a story that they wanted to turn into two hour episodes, and there's just so much information that I don't care about, which, hey, might even be this podcast hmm. for you guys. Well, but in general, like, I, I shut it off. 
Wow. I didn't like it. Strong words. Well, I didn't like stay it. tuned. Just two, saying. Six months from now, they're going to write a documentary on us because we're going to go do a B&E and steal a bunch of rare breeds. So here we go. Yeah. That's going to be like five episodes. Yeah, though, sorry, probably. Davidson Centennial. You're the closest <laughs> store. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> but, you know, I gave it an 8.5. I mean, honestly, it could be an 8.6. It could be an 8.7. It's that good. It's a good ride. It's awesome. It's a good ride. Right. It's a good price. Rare breed is everything this distillery look, puts out. I can't say anything bad about. I don't think I swear very much on the the podcast, but rare breed fucking slaps. Wild Turkey is just they're doing great things right now. Russell's Reserve is awesome. The Kentucky Spirit is awesome. One hundred and one is probably my budget pick for the year. The rye is fantastic. I don't even have a rare breed bourbon because I drank it. That's how much I like it. It's gone. And I have the Russell's Reserve 13-year. If you want to win a sample, DM me whatever you want to do. That is a contender for whiskey of the year, too. Oh, my good goodness. It's fantastic whiskey. I just couldn't. I like such a shitty story getting this. Literally almost shit my pants. I'll tell you the story on another episode here, but... Uh, waiting in a total line, but good, good, good googly moogly. That 13 is fantastic. And that barrel proof, I love a good barrel proof. If your name is Matthew McConaughey and you're listening to this podcast, we know you are. Reach yep. out to us, uh-huh. DM us the bar. Just DM me. We'll get Matthew you on an episode. Can you imagine Matthew McConaughey going, All right, Mike and Devin, reached out to you. And I just want to say, I'm going to be real with y'all. <laughs> Next episode could happen. (laughs) Anyway, we gotta roll these credits. Let's get out of here. Where can you find wasting everybody's time? Where can you find Poet Up at, Devin? Poetup dot com. Where else can you find us at? Shoot, you can find us on Facebook at Poet Up. Find me on Instagram, Mike Outcall at Poet Up Official. Mike Outcall and friends, Devin Mitchell, Rose Hag, supporters. Catherine Greenberg, soon to be Mitchell, getting Mitched. Getting Mitch. Hashtag getting Mitch. Hash, hashtag getting Mitched. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can find us on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash poet up. Thanks to all our patrons out there. You guys are the best. I think that's all I got. Until next time, friends, go buy some wild turkey for the love of gourd. All right, let's hold up here. You can go to poetup.com. We're approved to sell merch. And we can sell poet up glasses through poetup.com along with stickers. If you had our tumbling dice or three-chord pick, you were lucky enough to try one, find one, live in Colorado, stumbled into it, found the podcast, listened to us. Let us know what you think. Shout us out. Throw up a share on social media. Tag us. Do whatever. Poet Up Official. That's Poet Up Official. P-O-I-T-U-P-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L. I'm pretty sure I spelled official right there. If you can't spell official, Google's there. You know, Nailed you can it. find us. Yeah. Love doing what we do. We're going to keep on doing it. So until next time, friends, this is your host, Mike Outcalt, signing off. Deb Mitchell signing off. Keep drinking tasty wild turkey whiskeys. Roll, 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 roll.